0: Hey, um, I'm kind of just cutting in here because um, I would actually like to tell you guys about my friend's shop. Um, the shop is called the Alex Edmond Shop.bigcartel.com, just some random website that he found. Um, he does tarot readings, and I know that he's currently working on um, some candles, on creating candles, so that'll be an option. Um, he's a friend of mine, and I'd really like if you can go support him, and since we were talking about, like, witchy things, I figured I'd kind of plug him in here, so. Yeah, um, feel free to go check him out. I'll put a link of his thing in the description of this podcast episode, and, um, hope you go there and get something and support him. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to
1: Soliloquy. I am y t, and I will be
0: talking about something today on the podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna be honest. I'm kind of nervous to do this. I've been wanting to do this specific topic for a while, but I kind of kept like stopping myself. I was just like, I was just super nervous. and like, Mentality would just kind of like go up and down, and I'd kind of be like, mm, I don't really want to do it today. Or want
1: anyways, point is, it is, I was all over the place, but I do want to do this, so I'm gonna do it, you know? Okay, so, anyways, my topic today is. Religion, and witchcraft.
0: Very broad, okay. Um, I'm not going to go over everything today, obviously, but I want to go over a bit of things. So, um, people who know me know that I love watching, like... Christian YouTubers. um, Slightly to make fun of them. (laughs) Because I just think. It's insane. Some of like the. The videos they make. About like. How to find like a. Like a worthy husband. And like. How to dress in a way to like honor God. And like those kind of like. Make me giggle a little bit. So I kind of like watching those. Because they're funny. But actual stance on religion is completely
1: different. I do not have a religion.
0: But I'm not really one to kind of like shit on everyone else. Right? I understand that religion has a purpose. It is there
1: to to, um, help people uh, I guess accept or deal with um, things that we don't know for sure, like what happens after death. Um, and I am all about pick whatever feels works for you, right? Whether that's Christianity,
0: Buddhism, uh Satanism, hoodoo. Look, I, I don't care. Okay, just pick something, or don't pick, pick anything. That's fine too. And
1: go what feels right. That is my actual
0: stance on religion. But I'm learning about religion. Um, I think religion is kind of fascinating in a way because, um. Like, none of it is facts, right? Like, at the end of the day, you can say Christianity is correct, but that's a false. It's false, right? Nobody really knows if it's correct. Maybe it is. Maybe when you die, go up to heaven and God judges you. I don't know. Maybe that's not it, right? Um... Maybe when you die, there's nothing. You just die, it's black, there's nothing. Maybe when you die, you... Get reincarnating. Like, I don't know, okay? It doesn't matter, right? That's not the point. The point is... Is that it's it's not real. So, what I hate about religious people... And this is not just Christianity, this is like anybody, okay? Is when they try to tell you that like what they think is fact... And anything else is fake. You don't know that it's fact. That's the whole point of being live. It's not fact. The only thing that is fact. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. The only thing that is factual about this life. Is that you will die. That is it. Oh. And that you have free will. So there's two facts. You have free will. And that you will die. Right? So what happens after that? Nobody knows. You can believe what you want, but do not push on people that it is factual because none of it is factual, okay? Even things that I believe in are not factual, okay? All of religion is basically just stories. It's a story that some guy
1: wrote, published it, made it into a book, and someone was like, that sounds right, I'm going to use this. and give people an explanation of how to follow a moral compass and all this kind of crap, right? That's all it is. The Bible is a book. Uh,
0: Satanism has a book. (laughs) Buddhists probably have a book or scroll or something, right? Um, Egyptians had similar things. Same thing with um, Greeks, like, every pantheon
1: and different religion all have a book or a
0: story that it revolves around, and a lot of it is actually very similar to each other, right? Because they're all
1: kind of tackling ideas that you
0: know they don't really have an answer for them, so they're just trying to find an answer now how does this relate to witchcraft
1: let me explain i
0: practice witchcraft i enjoy witchcraft um but it is not a religion so let me clarify this okay it's not a religion witchcraft is a spiritual practice okay it is separate from religion. You can be a Christian. Okay. Your deity could be Jesus and you still practice witchcraft. Okay. They are separate. You can be a Satanist and practice witchcraft. Okay. It is not one and the same. They are completely different.
1: I personally don't have.
0: religion. I don't follow any of them, really. Like, I can't say I'm Christian, I can't say I'm Buddhist, or whatever. When I was in college, I would- I kind of identified with, um, Taoism for a little bit, and I don't dislike Taoism or, like, completely, like, am not into it, but- I honestly think it was just, like, one of those things that I found in college, and I was like, this makes sense. And then it kind of just was there to kind of help me integrate into the path that I am now, I guess, spiritually. Um,
1: So it was kind of, like, my way in. Um, this is so all over the place, because I literally am, like, so nervous, and I'm bouncing everywhere. <laughs> um... Okay. So, I actually recently found this YouTube channel called Bible Project. The thing I
0: actually liked about this is that um they explain the Bible completely differently. Like the narrative is more old-fashioned less New time, if that makes sense. I don't know how to explain it. If you're really curious, go watch it. But anyways, I'm just going to kind of like explain what I kind of saw from it. So,
1: these are all books. They're all stories, right? And what happened is, the Bible is just
0: this giant story. Kind of think of it uh similar to like Lord of the Rings or Game of Throne. It's just one huge world with
1: so many people in it.
0: But it has like an overarching like plot of like something, right? I see the Bible is like the same. Okay, there's like this
1: god. There's heaven, there's earth. There's like the middle plane of it, right? Then there's like all this other crap. You get my point. I'm
0: not gonna explain to you what the fuck the Bible is. The point is, is it's actually just a really interesting story. Like, and what I like about this specific YouTube channel is that they have like they explain it not from our point of view as like the current generation. They explain it exactly as It was originally written. So you're supposed to understand it in the same context that you were like. How do I explain this? Books are written for people of the time. Right? The Bible is written for people of that era. Of that time. They are explaining it from the perspective of a person in that time. And that's what I like about it. I think that's interesting. La la la, whatever. It's not like super preachy is what I'm basically saying. But um and one of the things that I like about this is that I'm into witchcraft and one of the discords I'm in is a witchcraft discord. And one of like the topic channels is called deities. Now, if you don't know what a deity is, it's basically just a word that means Like, a god or goddess or, like, this supreme divine being kind of thing. Right? So, Jesus and God would be that. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, really popular ones. Poseidon would be a deity. Zeus would be a deity. Um,
1: You know... Greek gods are deities, um, Norse gods are deities. I'm trying to think of the other pantheon that everyone
0: talks about. <laughs> um, Egyptian god, I was so slow at that today. Egyptian gods, um, would be called deities. You get my point, okay? And, um, in this deity,
1: um, like topic channel or whatever. Um they talk about all different types
0: of deities, right? That's the whole point. Um and what I really like about it that I actually find it really interesting is that they talk a lot about the stories, quote unquote books, scriptures, whatever you want to call it, about those specific deities or gods and how you can't interpret it in our day and age. You have to understand it from the perspective of when it was written. Specifically, we're going to talk about Zeus. Zeus is a Greek god, very famous, okay? Um, He is married to a goddess
1: called Hera. Now, a
0: lot of his lore and um, story, whatever you want to call it, has a lot to do with being unfaithful to his wife and just raping and having sex with a bunch of other women, other goddesses and other mortals. Both are fine. Uh, As long as they're pretty. He has sex with them. Gets them pregnant. Has kids. Whatever. Now, if you think of it in our perspective. Rape is bad, obviously. Um, He's unfaithful. Not the greatest, right? And now he just has a bunch of fucking kids. So you're kind of like... How is he, like, this god almighty, like... Father figure... Who's supposed to be loving and super fatherly. Because that's what he is depicted as. Right? But the thing is. Is that you can't th- think of it in our perspective. You have to think of it in the perspective of people who lived. During this time in Greek. Right? You also have to understand. Who is writing these things. Right? In this time. Men were writing these things. So. You have to think of it in perspective of a man in Greek around this time. What is considered manly? Fucking a bunch of chicks. That's being a man, dude.
1: That's sick. That's what they're thinking, right? Being um being able to have children, right? Being um
0: having good sperm, basically being fruitful, I guess, whatever. <laughs> um, super manly, dude. You can have kids. Pog. Pog. champ. that's awesome. Holy shit. Okay? That's awesome. Right? Not to mention being able to woo all these, like, beautiful women. That's so manly, dude. That's sick. In their time, that was seen as probably super manly. Having a bunch of kids. Oh my god, your dad's super fatherly. You're, like, this god almighty, like, super sick person. You win all your fights. You have a beautiful wife. You have all these other chicks that are super hot that you have sex with. You have a bunch of kids, meaning that you're able to reproduce. That's also super manly. Like, you have to think of it from that perspective, right? Now it's not. Now it's, like, bro, you're, like, wait, raping people. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? But, like... Completely different back then. Completely different point of view. I
1: believe. The bible. Same thing. It is a book. And you are supposed to read it. And interpret it from the point of view. Of the people that it was created for. It doesn't age. That's not, that's not the point of it. It's not supposed to age. Um So that's how I I see
0: the Bible and all religions. They're all scriptures. They were created by random people. Of that specific time. And. None of it is real. None of it is factual. It is clear. It is only a story. It is only a belief.
1: It is made to help. People. Um, accept and understand. What they cannot. What, what is.
0: What doesn't have an answer. Right? The unexplainable, basically. It's also there, slightly, to entertain. Right? That's what a story is. It's entertainment. You're there to get a lesson and to be entertained. That is basically what I see these like religious
1: scriptures as. Um, so that's my point about that. Another thing is I enjoy watching diehard
0: Christians talk about, like, how devoted they are to God and, like, all these, like, things that they do for God or whatever and link it to, like, witchcraft and, like, other religion. Remember, witchcraft is not a religion, it is a practice.
1: But I'm bringing it in because I'm going to explain it in a sec.
0: So, witchcraft is a practice, right? It's a spiritual, oh my god, spiritual practice. Um,
1: Not all people who practice witchcraft have a deity, but a lot of them do. And a deity could be
0: anyone, right? Any god from any religion. Or any story or whatever. Okay. Some people feel called to them. Some people are... Say they had visions. That this deity or god came to them. Whatever the case may be. Okay. Whether you're Christian. Or you like... You believe in the Egyptian pantheon. Or the Greek pantheon. Or the Norse pantheon. Or whatever pantheon.
1: Okay. It's all really similar, (laughs) and I think that's what's kind of funny about it is that,
0: like, these like diehard Christians are like talking about having like a devoted space to pray to
1: their God or um,
0: to read their Bible or to uh, like study the Bible or or whatever they want to do, right? Maybe they want to have a little space for their um a picture of like their um a dead family member that they truly loved and they just want to like remember them and maybe they put their um uh fuck what are those things called i forgot you know like the giant necklaces in christian where like there's just like a bunch of bead and there's like a cross at the end and you're supposed to like pray with it or whatever is it prayer prayer beads maybe is what it's called i don't remember whatever Point is, is religious items go in that space, okay? That's, like, super witchy. (coughs) Like, I kind of do, like, the exact same thing. It's kind of weird. Like, obviously, I don't have prayer beads or whatever, but I have
1: candles. I have pictures. I have
0: incense. Things that I enjoy, okay, all in, like, one section. And that is like my witchcraft section. And I do all my witchcraft in that section. Does that make sense? Um, a lot of people that work with deities um pray to those deities as well. Praying is not just Christian, it is just a way to dev- to devout yourself to a specific god or energy or whatever you want to call it. Um some people give offerings, some people just Uh, like talk out loud and be like hey what's up zeus like you're awesome just want to let you know i love you thank you for everything or you know what i'm kind of feeling like weird today maybe kind of like give me a sign and kind of help me towards the right path literally the same thing like christians do the exact same thing (laughs) like and that's why it's, like, funny to me when they're, like, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm like, dude, everyone does the same thing. <laughs> just, like, a different god, pretty much. It's hilarious. But anyways. Um, th- also, the reason why I'm saying Zeus is because I'm on the, like, Didi's, like, topic channel in this Discord that I'm in. And that was, like, the last thing they were talking about, they were talking about Zeus. So I'm just using Zeus as, like, an Example, just because it's like right in my face. But anyways, um. <clears throat> so yeah, um. Another thing I found really interesting that I actually recently learned about is God spousing. I like this topic, by the way. <laughs> it, it excites me. Um, it's kind of weird, but let me explain. It's actually a very old practice, or whatever you want to call it. It's not new, okay. Um, it's actually very old. God spousing basically means that somebody is in a relationship, whether um, emotional or physical, with a god or deity.
1: Let me elaborate this, okay? Zeus comes to you. He's like, you give all this, you devout your whole life to me.
0: I want this to be more. Right? You just get like this revelation of like, he comes to you and he tells you he wants more. Right? So you're like, okay, cool. Now, again, this is all free will. Right? So you could be like, nah, I don't want to do this. But you could also be like, yeah, let's do it. And then you have like this quote unquote spiritual marriage. Some people like physical forms of like a written contract where they sign with blood, whatever the case may be, right? Um, Some just verbal is totally fine, doesn't matter. And they devote themselves completely to this god. In this case, we're going to call it Zeus. And,
1: um, Yeah, they're in like a relationship with them. Like
0: you're probably thinking, T, you're fucking crazy. Listen. This shit happens in Christianity as well. Okay, let me explain in a sec.
1: And some people have
0: said that some of their relationships with gods are completely just emotional, like they're just there for them whenever they need it, and they treat this as, like, any other relationship with a partner, except obviously not there, and you know, whatever. But they put in the same amount of effort, you know, whatever. Some people have said they've had, like, spiritual sex. I don't really know what that is. Most people don't really want to talk about it, (laughs) because it's kind of like, um... How do they explain this? It's kind of like intimate for like them and their god. So they don't want to like bring it out but they'll like say yeah like I've had sex with my god kind of thing. So I don't really know what this means. Obviously I've never experienced this. So I don't fucking know. But I'm gonna assume it's basically like having sex but
1: in your brain and f- I, I don't know. I actually don't know. I I'm
0: Just not gonna continue. They devote themselves to the point where they, um, not a lot of times. This is what a nun is. They just, they refuse to get married to anybody else. They're completely devoted to Jesus, right? <clears throat> you know how there's like a lot of porn and like weird references of like nuns getting down and dirty with like a priest or with like other nuns or even having, um, like these spiritual, um, encounters with god or jesus themselves and they tell them things or they feel things or whatever yeah that's god spousing <laughs> they're most likely having like the same thing as like with the zeus one that i was talking about where they have like spiritual sex it's pretty much the same they're having like spiritual sex with god pretty much um they completely vow themselves to them uh they don't take anybody else um, it's pretty much godspousing, um, and mind you, this is not like new. This is old. People are doing like I looked the shit up. when uh, I first found out about godspousing a little while ago. I was looking this up, and godspousing is not new. Like it's super old. Like they used to do this in like old times. Like a lot of people, um, back in the day. Um, I think I remember I was like specifically reading about. Uh, an Egyptian god I think. So I forgot which god it was, but I'm pretty sure it was an Egyptian god because it was in Egypt. And it was like this Pharaoh or king or forgot what their names are. But anyways, this like king of like Egypt or whatever. Was hundred percent convinced that he was like in love, married and like having sex with this like, like Egyptian god, basically. And, like, he would tell this to the people, and everyone just, like, believed him, and it was, like, this big thing. And, um, yeah, that was just, like, accepted at the time. They were just like, yep, you're, you're God-spouse this God. Nice. Everyone was just accepting. It was weird. It's kind of weird. But it's okay. It's whatever, right? At the end of the day, it's whatever. But it's kind of weird that, like, that was just, like, completely normal at that time. And now it's, like, completely not normal. Like, guaranteed anybody who's listening to this is, like... What the fuck? (laughs) But at the same time, it's still happening to this day.
1: So, it's kind of interesting. In Christianity, and nobody is really
0: acknowledging it that way. They see it as completely different because those are just devouting themselves completely to God and it's just completely different. But in reality, it's way more than that. (laughs) Like, they're giving their entire selves to God. Mental, physical, spiritual. All of it. All of it is God's. Right? So anyways, that's the
1: thing. Um, damn. I don't really know where I want to go with this afterwards. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just gonna keep going with whatever
0: kind of comes to mind. Um so like I said I'm not super religious. Like I don't really pertain to a specific religion. But I'm really big into spirits. <laughs> Love spirits. Um spirits in the sense of ghosts and um angels or um Like, in the sense of, like, gods or deities, like, that technically could also be considered a spirit if you really want to go there. Um,
1: Yeah, but specifically what I want to talk about
0: is spirit guides. I believe in spirit guides. Like I said, everything I believe is not factual. None of this is facts, okay? Nobody can tell me 100%. They are real, okay? I don't know. I don't know. No one knows i like to think they're real it makes me happy i'm gonna go with that kind
1: of thing but i like the get gods um um i believe that everybody has spirit guts um more than one generally it's a group um
0: so and go throughout your life different stages that is what i believe okay so really i'm saying take it with a grain of salt I'm not preaching. I'm just telling you what I believe in so that we can keep going with the conversation. Um,
1: and part of my uh,
0: witchcraft spiritual witchcraft work is I work with pendulums and tarot and oracle cards. That is what I enjoy doing and that's what kind of works for me. Um Oh, and also candle magic, because I really like candle magic. That's pretty cool. I'll explain that after. But anyways, um, one of the things about a pendulum is it's literally just a cord with something heavy at the end. Um, If you want to get real fancy, it's little crystals at the end. You don't have money. Uh, You can kind of just use any old necklace or string with like I don't know, you can tie like a ring at the end of it. As long as as it's heavier than the actual string or chord, that's all you need. Now you would have to
1: show me yes, no, show me maybe,
0: and show me I don't know. Right? And for me personally, yes is up and down. Like the the pendulum would swing up and down. No is side to side. Um Maybe is a circle. And I don't know is like. On an angle. Like right in between. Up and down and side to side. Like an angle. Anyways, whatever. I can tell the difference. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, whatever point is. There's a sign. A lot of people. Um, yes would be like a clockwise circle. No would be a counterclockwise. You, know, you get my point right. There's a few different ways. Your pendulum can move. Mine moves in this way. Whatever. Now, um, pendulums are just yes or no tools, pretty much, right? right? The idea is that you are talking to your higher self, your spirit guides, or a deity if you would like. I like to talk to my, my spirit guides. I like to think I'm talking to my spirit guides. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Who cares? That's what I'm going with. Um, I have a name for one of them. I'm not going to say it because names equal power and i just don't want to i don't think they want me to say it so i'm just not going to say it but i would usually say i'd like to speak to this person is this you then they would say yes or no generally yes because i call for them they come to me kind of thing and then i ask them whatever i want um no i do not ask things like when am i going to die i don't know they probably know but they're not going to tell me they'll be like bitch don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> worry about something else. Um, sometimes I ask things like, is it worth, um, putting effort into this or should I do this or whatever the case may be,
0: right? Um, Sometimes I'll ask them about signs that I see, right? Um, There's such a thing called um, angel numbers, which is basically um, like 111, 222, 333, 444, any like repeating numbers like that, whether you see them on the clock, on TV, uh, whatever. Okay. Right. Um. A lot of people believe that they those specific numbers are quote unquote angel numbers, which is from the spirit realm, the higher realm, whatever, that are trying to communicate with you a certain thing. And each number would mean something different, kind of thing. I like to believe in those. So sometimes if I see a recurring number, I'll be like, you do this. <laughs> I'll be like, pendulum, you do this shit.
1: Like, what happened? Um That's something I do That I enjoy That's kind of witchy Um Tarot cards Oracle cards Yeah
0: I don't know I just like tarot cards I've liked tarot cards for a long time Um I own a bunch of tarot cards now Like A lot <laughs> it's really bad, but I own a
1: lot. Um,
0: the first time I think I ever worked with tarot cards, oh God, um,
1: I think I was like,
0: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't touch them. I asked a question, and somebody else did them, type of thing. Um, so I was exposed to it really early, and I thought that was really cool. I started doing my own tarot readings once I got when I was like, mm, like twenty maybe. So it's only been about like maybe five years or so now. About that, maybe a little, uh, maybe a little more. That's a lie. Hold on it's more than 5 years.
1: Yeah, maybe like 18. I think I was like 18. It's a little more than 5 years. But anyways. Um
0: Yeah, I just bought a basic random tarot deck from I think it was called like Earthbound or something. <laughs> And started working with it, starting to learn. Then I kept buying different decks that intrigued me, started learning more about them, blah, blah, blah. Um, And yeah, I just do tarot readings for fun, that's it. I just just enjoy doing tarot readings, they're fun to me. Um, There are certain things I don't read, obviously, like I'm not like you're having to tell you when to die, when you're gonna die, type of thing. Like I, I, I don't know. There's certain things
1: I just don't do, right? Um. I also, uh. I also, um, don't like, um. When people are like, if anybody says that
0: whatever they're reading tarot is 100%, they're 100% wrong. Okay. The whole point of tarot is that it is there to show you different paths, specifically the current path that you are currently on, right? Again, like I said, Free will, right? So the end of the day, I could tell you, if your relationship looks like it's not going in the right direction. You could be like, oh shit, I'm gonna work on this. And then the reading would be completely nullified. It would be completely changed. Because I was doing the reading based off your original path. You decide to switch paths, now it changes, right? So anybody who tells you that terror readings are like 100% accurate, and this is it, and they're lying. That's not it, okay? whole point is just to show you an understanding of subconscious things that you may not be aware of um, slash for entertainment purposes because there's some people who don't believe in tarot cards and that's fine, it's whatever. But, um,
1: yeah, so. That's tarot cards. <laughs> um,
0: there's something else I want to talk about and I'm like blanking now. I'm like really nervous talking about this. I, I think this might be like the scuffest podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I remember. Okay. um, A few like quote unquote like witchy things that I was doing when I
1: was like really young.
0: Trying to decipher dreams. So a lot of people will be like, oh, dreams don't mean anything. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. Again, this is all belief. It's not 100%. But you're right. I do believe that a lot of dreams don't mean anything, right? If you wake up and you don't remember what your dream was about, probably didn't mean anything. But if you wake up and you're like, holy shit, I had this weird-ass dream. I remember it so clearly. This happened. Why was I in this place? I don't understand. I saw a whale, I don't know, whatever, okay? Maybe you like distinctly remember this whale and you can't forget about the whale. Look up what a whale means. It probably means something. That's what I believe. And I used to do that when I was a kid all the time. Uh, my grandma had like this trilogy book of things. Um, um one of them was dream meanings, dream interpretation. The other one was um zodiac signs and I think the third book was um birth chart readings and whatnot and like planetary aspects and stuff um so
1: i used to look up my grandma's
0: um dream interpretation book all the time and i still do to this day um i don't use that book as often since it is very outdated and there's a lot of like new things added so i use like online ones. But I actually do have the, um, like, three book set type of thing. Um, My grandma gave it to me. It's very, very old. (laughs) Very, very uh, broken. It's, like, falling apart at, like, the seam. But um, it's kind of important to me because, like, I grew up with those. Those are, like, my go-to things. So, you know. I I cherish it. But it is like a very old broken book. (laughs) So you know. Um, So that's like one witchy thing I did. Um, Another kind of witchy occult thing. That I used to do when I was a kid. um, Is. (laughs) um,
1: Spirit boards. um, Which is also known as. Um. Oh my God, I'm blanking on the word. Hold on. Ouija boards. There you go. That's the word. I couldn't
0: think of it. Um, and I did not ha- own a Ouija board. Actually, let me take that back. I think my mom owned a Ouija board. If I remember correctly, there was a Ouija board at the very top, all the way in the back of like all the like board games we had. We had like this giant wall of like board games basically and I believe at the top 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 shelf were like all the like quote unquote adult games and I'm pretty sure my mom had a Ouija board up there but I never used it instead I had a friend who had a Ouija board and whenever we wanted to like witchy things or whatever he would come over and we would play with the Ouija board <laughs> mind you our like little 10 to 13 year olds playing with like Ouija boards Not advised (laughs) Especially because a lot of us Are super stupid and immature And we're just like Trollingly like calling the devil And shit and is Don't do that (laughs) But I did enjoy tarot Not tarot Ouija boards sorry I did enjoy Ouija boards Um, experiences Seances whatever you want to call them Um, I would totally do Ouija board again. Um, Especially now that I know how to do it a little bit more safer. (laughs) Um, Definitely would be a little safer. Not gonna invoke any... Evil negative spirits. We don't do that. We don't play around with those things anymore. But you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, I also apparently used to be able to see ghosts when I was a kid. Like... This was, like, the age of, like, one to two type of thing. Mind you, I don't have any experience. Like, I don't remember any of this. But, like, my mom and my grandma will, like, tell me stories of, like, these, like, weird moments. Which just, to me, sounds like I'm seeing ghosts. Um, Apparently, I was talking to somebody that was, like, not there. And then, like, my mom or my grandma would come up and be like... Who are you talking to? And then I'd say. um, Specifically. I would talk to this lady. Very often. Um, I forgot her name. But I would say her name. And the thing that was really interesting. Was that. It was my mom's. Grandma's name. Who had passed away. Shortly after my birth. So she saw me getting. Getting. As, like, a little baby, a couple weeks old, and then passed away, apparently. Um, apparently, I would talk to her a lot, and I would say her name. And then one day, my mom asked me, Oh, do you, what does she look like? And then I pointed out a picture of her, but I didn't know it was a picture of her, obviously, at the time. And I was like, Uh, she looks like this. That's her in the picture. And, like it freaked like my mom, my grandma obviously, but I don't know. Maybe it's bullshit. Maybe I was talking to a ghost. I don't know. I like to think I was. That sounds kinda cool.
1: <laughs> um oh yes, okay. Um I like to do candle magic, which is basically a candle <laughs> and you like have
0: a quote-unquote wish and you let the candle do its thing. Basically, you ask for the wish based on the candle and you do a thing. Okay, so you know when you have, like, a birthday cake you put candles and they're like make a wish and then you think of a wish and you blow the candles out. (laughs) Witchcraft, okay? Listen, it's kind of the same thing, okay? Except a little different, obviously more, there's more to it than just that. But technically having like an idea, a wish, an invocation of something that you want or desire and then you put that out to the universe and you use fire as a specific element to help bring that wish to life is candle magic. Pretty much. Um... I have not done candle magic on myself. I've done candle magic for other people.
1: Um, Specifically,
0: um, money slash job related candle magic. Okay. Craig apparently lost his shit. So I don't know what happened. But anyways. I'm not really sure where I was at. So I'm going to kind of go back slightly. So... Candle and magic is more than just lighting a candle and being like, I want a job, right? You have to put your intention into the candle. Um, So that could be engraving onto the candle, job, money, whatever makes you think of any symbols or words that will help you or makes you think of that specific intent, which in this case would be job, right? Um. Then you can put oil on it if you want. Um, rub some uh, different herbs that have to do with making money
1: or um,
0: that have to do with uh, getting a job, right? There's a whole list of herbs, all the herbs mean different things find one that means what you're looking for and you put it on the candle, pretty much. Um, And then you light it up. And then the other thing you can do is look at the
1: candle. Specifically the flame. Um, There is meaning to the candle flame. Is it small? Is it big? Is it flickering really fast?
0: um what color is it? is it does it kind of have like a weird color in it you know things like that those are all different things online like flame divination or whatever you want to call it flame meanings or candle magic meaning or whatever and that's a thing the other thing you can look at is once the candle has completely burnt out um sometimes there is some wax on the plate or floor or wherever you put it wherever you put your candle pretty much okay and sometimes there's little um
1: like little symbols in those
0: uh in the wax that you can look at and those also would mean specific things so um the candle magic that i was looking at or that i was talking about sorry about the job um actually had um like a half moon symbol and the funny thing is is so first guy had a half moon symbol and his candle went out before all the others like the other 3 or 2 sorry even though i lit them all at the same time okay they were all lit at the same time his went out the first went out the fastest and it had a little crescent moon. Fast forward to like two weeks later, the moon was half moon. And he messages me and he says, T, I got the job. It's like, yo, witchcraft worked. <laughs> you could be like, T, that's total bullshit. It could have just, like, eh, whatever. And maybe you're right, right? Because none of this is real. Uh, it's not factual, right? Maybe it's a placebo fact. Whatever. I like to think it worked. They were happy. They were making money. Eh, you know, whatever. Um, and then the second one went out a little bit after. And then maybe a couple weeks, mm, I think a week or two after my first friend got the job, the other one got a um, an interview for this job, and he ended up getting that job. And then the third candle went out much later than the other two. So it wasn't until about two or three months later that that friend ended up um, getting a job. But not only getting a job, he also had a side gig for himself. So he had a main job and his own like little company thing or whatever that he was doing. And I was like, hey, all of them worked. All the signs from the candle magic when I was doing it all looked like it was going well. Right, Um, They weren't all going to be done at the same time. Clearly from the way it burnt and wax and the candle and the flame and all that stuff. But um, they all came in. It all looked well. And in the end it all ended well. So I don't know. I feel like money magic works pretty well for me. Because um, JC also did a money magic once. Um, same thing she did her own thing but she did it and then literally like a couple of weeks later she got like 50 hundred bucks as like a bonus or whatever so that was cool that was the thing so I don't know I thought it worked I've had consistent results with it so I'm gonna go with it works and yeah that's it I don't know Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really wanted to talk about religion, witchcraft, and all these other things. Because these are things that I enjoy. They are things that are interesting to me. Like, um, one of the things that I, I love to do, like, if I ever had the chance, is to just, like, go all over the world to different countries. See different um, societies and religions and just, like, live there for, like, two weeks or a month or whatever. Like, I would shave my head and go to, a Buddhist, like, a Buddhist temple and be a monk for, like, a month. That would be an experience. I would do it. You know? I don't know. It's not everybody's thing. But, like, I just love learning about, like, different religions and cultures and all that. I think it's interesting. And um
1: I know I kinda just wanted to like talk about it. I don't know if this was uh a good podcast episode or whatever, but it was a podcast episode, so Yeah. I think that's it.
0: I guess if there's any questions, or if you liked or didn't like this, let me know, and uh, I will either not do this again, or I will do this again, hopefully with other questions you people have.
1: <sighs> yes, thank you. Goodbye. Yay!